0: Thanks for tuning in to the That's Neat podcast. Here, you'll find an authentic community of women who are ready to share their mom hacks and fails. We hope you get inspired, encouraged, and that you laugh so hard you might pee your pants. We're so glad you're here. This is going to be so much fun. are so excited to bring to you the third and final episode of our interview with Dr. Cassie DeWitt. To say that we had fun is an understatement. We are so excited to share with you the last uh, chapter of this story. We have lots of laughs in store for you, a lot more education, and uh, if you have not listened to the first two episodes, it would be on 29 and 30 of season one. And I really encourage you to just go back and listen to that so you can be all cut up and get all of the info that she has to offer us uh, in our lady bits. So uh, we are gonna pop right into the middle of a conversation with her. So I hope you enjoy.
1: Um, um, if we're, uh, go ahead, Janelle, sorry. If we're gonna be brave and come see our public floor therapist the first time, what's that appointment like? What's gonna oh, I love
2: So I wish everybody practiced like me because I practice perfectly. No, I'm teasing, but I had a very strict protocol that I kind of got used to, uh, what worked and what didn't work for my patients. And so when you would come and see me, we talk, I mean, therapists get so much medical background often, and there's pages upon pages. And I, I would get really wrapped up in this person who has MS, a traumatic brain injury, this, this, and this, and this, and you almost lose sight of that human. Mm -hmm. And so I could read all that before. But when I sat down with the patient, I talked to them and tell me what's going on. Tell me what you're feeling. Tell me what this is like. Tell me about your sex life. Tell me about your bowel movements. Tell me about your nutrition. And it's honestly like me and her building this relationship or me and him are building this relationship because with your pelvic floor therapist, you have to share intimate details so we can become a team. So I can help you. You can help me and we can figure out and troubleshoot. So then we go through, I look, I always went through the my model and told them the functionality of the pelvic floor. It has five functions, sexual, sphincteric, uh, support, stabilization, and blood flow. And so uh, then we went to position and posture. Like, let me see you stand. Let me look at your hips, range of motion. Let me look at your spine. Let me see you do functional tasks. I'm huge on functional tasks. Not many of us are laying on the couch all day doing Kegels. So I want to see you do things and move. And then I always typically did an internal assessment of the pelvic floor with one gloved finger. And I'm, when you're, when you're doing that, I, women would be like, I can't do this. And with men, you have to do it rectally. So they're like, excuse me now, what do you need up there? What are you going to figure out up there? <laughs> it would be like me working on a shoulder and never touching it. You know, like, how could I not shoulders were my other like second passion? How could I know anything about this joint if I'm not touching it? Right. So going in there and assessing the musculature, feeling for trigger points, just like you would having your shoulders Mm -hmm. looking for the range of motion, looking to see if you are able to contract and fully relax. That's what we're doing. I'm not hanging out there all day. You know, like I go through my thing five minutes, I'm done at the longest. So um yep. we talk about died, you,
1: you don't really care anymore. Yeah. It's five minutes is not there.
2: Not even yeah. your whole
1: hand. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
2: I think it's uh, you know, and some women were like, you know, I'm just not comfortable yet. And I respect that so much because there are a lot of things I can do bladder habit wise or habit wise without assessing the pelvic floor. And as she becomes, or as he becomes more comfortable with me, then we can talk about some assessments. But if you are uncomfortable first, talk to your pelvic floor therapist about what they're doing, what they're assessing and what they need in there for. And then if you're not comfortable and there was a lot of trauma patients I had and they weren't comfortable. So we had to work up to that and build that relationship. And I respected that a hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah. so I was gonna say that one roadblock for me and maybe you can help me with my mindset or um you know the future is that when I do the work it's great but then as soon as I stop I feel like I just take like all the steps back and it's annoying because it's like I actually never I don't feel this way in any other aspect of my life but it's really frustrating to me because it's like is like literally forever now, I have to spend time every single day. Otherwise, I go back two steps. You know what I mean? So, um, Mm -hmm. and I like, I don't feel that way about my biceps or my (laughs) my triceps are terrible, but I'm like, someday they're just going to be real floppy and I'm going to be really (laughs) disappointed about it. But it's like, it's just my triceps, like old lady arms. But, um, I don't know. I think I think because it's hard and it takes a lot of effort, especially for someone like me, where it's like I have to do work. Like I'll be done doing some of the exercises I've been given, and I'm like, like I am like breathing hard because I was like just trying. Like I was exerting a lot of energy, and I'm ex- I'm tired. Like and at night yeah. I'm tired, and during the day I'm tired. And especially if you have to be in a certain position, or you have to do a certain thing. Like you have to set aside time mm-hmm. if you've gone too far, you know. So what is like what is like a maintenance like what's a good maintenance so that it's like you can just get to this like level and then it's just like a little every day every other day like what is why does it never just stay good when it's good like I just stay
2: good so Uh there's the, the science part of muscle tissue as we hit our 30s we lose muscle mass if we're not being very intentional with building the muscle hormone support that, you know, like Mm -hmm. we are battling uphill, but we're strong enough to do it. So one of the things I tell my women, like I said, I'm super functional. If they're like, I'm not doing this. Tell me another way. I'm like, okay, what do you do every single day? Tell me all about your day. And they're Unloading the dishwasher. They're getting out of their car. They're going grocery shopping. They're folding laundry. They're picking babies up out of cribs. I'm like, those are your exercises. Just be mindful of your breath during those. So when I'm down picking up my baby from the floor or picking up uh, toys, I'm mindful, which takes training. Yeah. Where I'm exhaling, or when I'm picking my baby up, I'm gonna squat with a like a dumbbell. He just he's a 15 month old, but he could be a dumbbell, and um. <sighs> And (laughs) pelvic floor, right? So make it functional Mm -hmm. when you're cooking dinner and you are squatting or incorporate some of that, or, um, when you're doing laundry and you're moving, think about that's an exercise. How's your breath? What's your pelvic floor doing? I tell women 10 minutes a day, Give me 10 minutes a day, set an alarm on your phone, 10 minutes a day. There's all these fancy, you know, like let's do some clams and let's build our glutes. And I love that. We need glute, you know, stabilization. We need quads, all the things. But if my women aren't being successful with my fancy, dancy HEPs, home exercise programs, let's do functional, fun things yeah. where you're doing them anyway. Let's just do them in a protective state, making your pelvic floor strong. Mm-hmm. Okay yeah so instead of thinking about I have to do these like 15 exercises and I have 25 reps you know so think much of it,
1: work.
2: yeah, yeah it's so much work uh everybody asked me how many reps I'm like I don't know
0: how many I reps? mean like any reps, reps like any reps would be great like
2: you know how many are you willing to give me I yeah. mean do you want to do four do you want to do 25 like what it what can you do right and as you get more comfortable with it I feel like it's more exciting. So you see yeah. an improvement or you yeah. don't feel like Ugh, I got to do these 15 exercises I was given instead just be functional throughout your house. Okay. That's good. That's a good, I could, what I are can you do- doing? Like, are you butt clenching? Are you holding your stomach and are you like walking around like this right. all day? Yeah. Take a breath, relax, do some Kegels at a stoplight. Think of things like that. I have Um,
0: the stoplight thing or toothbrushing because it's like you do that twice ish a day, maybe
1: if you're
0: if you're a lucky mom (laughs) on a good day.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, if we're going somewhere and leaving the house, (laughs) etc.
2: I might Um, bless you with brushing my teeth. Who knows though?
0: Yeah. Okay, so just the last question probably just needs to be this multiples thing because I've just been waiting this whole time. I know. Okay, I've been reading, reading blogs. I I read somebody that's like I practice and I'm I'm trying hard, and I just feel like I might have a mental block because I've been reading all this stuff, but it's like.
2: So I think one, especially when you have hypertonusing, you have nerve damage. Touching, 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 touching trying different toys that help stimulate whether it's external internal um muscle tissue blood flow throughout the day the stronger the muscles and the happier they are it's if you are able to orgasm because some women are not um, and I wish I could solve that problem. Like if I could be the solver of every woman having an orgasm, I would totally <laughs> take that on, um, rich. I'm just trying to like, exactly. I'm just trying and these kids are getting in the way of these big yeah. time money making dreams. But, <laughs> right. um, so I think just using really great lubrication, that's healthy, maybe moisturizing the tissue every single day. We want to treat our vulva like we treat our face soft oh, gentle goodness. soap on the outside, moisturize. I love V magic. V is the vagina magic. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, v magic. and getting just working the tissue, stimulating the clitoris, uh, trying different positions while stimulating sometimes, um, because it's a blood flow thing, right? And sometimes the orgasm can be, there's supposedly like four different types of orgasms, I don't know. I just, when I'm orgasming, that's all I care about at that moment. And if I (laughs) get a second one, I'm really excited about, but I want Ah. the first one really good and strong because the second one's never like as strong, but it's so like, I'm never going to go play. Oh, my half orgasm. No, I'm never going (laughs) to say that. But, um, I think a lot of times women get so into it and we're squeezing and we're pulling and we're doing all these things that we're actually like pushing we don't even know we're bearing down. And so organs are getting in the way. And so if we can work on a pelvic floor contraction, where we're squeezing and lifting, like you're sucking in the penis mm-hmm. and, um, relaxing and sucking in, um, uh, that's a terrible, I don't ever second squeeze and lift. So, and work on
1: that. <laughs> that's funny. Cause I was just thinking like this motion is the one that we need for the cover shot yeah. here for a thumbnail. That's like but what it is. Though. That's what yeah.
2: you got to
0: visualize with your exercise. Oh, and, and
2: know that everything that's happening that day is also going to impact intimacy, okay. right? Stress, yeah. kids, nutrition, it all comes together. So when you're in that intimate moment, try to relax, spine, don't bear down, work on that tissue. You know, every other day, if you, If you can handle that or every day, whatever you want, and then do buy whatever, buy that rose. That's for sure. Going (laughs) to give you a multiples and you know what? I don't have multiples very often and I feel like I'm pretty good at pelvic floor stuff. Right. Uh, But when I do, it's always fun and exciting, but the first one's the most important one. Yeah. Yeah. So strong pelvic floor, lots of practice. Yeah. I have women who have seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And I just think, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. That, that is well, like, it's also like, work. are you for real? Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I mean, it feels good the whole time, but uh, I don't know. And, you know, if that is, that's too much for me. That's too much sensation. <laughs> I can't imagine having that. Uh, it would, it, I think it would honestly overwhelm me and my body. So um, I'm good with a really great, strong one uh, yeah. and maybe my half one every once in a while. Yeah, half extra. Mm-hmm. Might
1: have to go pick somebody up off the crib later. <laughs> have to be able to like function again in the real world, right? Like not like seven, in the movies. Eight.
2: Yeah, like seven or eight. What? You're like, what's How the time long? commitment? Like, we're definitely not watching. That one. is it. Like, were we watching Grey's Anatomy after that? Are we? Were, were we not? Like, that is too long. Like we wanted to get two episodes in,
0: <laughs> we need to get moving.
2: Can I still like listen to my audio book and read us like, no, this is, that's too much of a commitment for me.
1: <laughs> Goodness.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: after all this wisdom, we have just one main question that we have to ask you. And it's just about like, what's for dinner? Like, what did you have for dinner for today? What helped the moms out?
2: Yeah. So I am a big person on easiness. Like, I'm not a fancy dinner person. I don't, I'm not a chef. I don't want to be a chef. I'm actually pretty awful in the, in the kitchen. Uh, my kids don't eat any. I I, I caught my son eating, uh, his earwax and his fingernails and boogers today over anything um, I cook, you know, so yeah. um, my kids don't eat anything that I, eat. so I, eat what I really enjoy eating. And so I'll, I always prep chicken, Uh, on Sundays and I with a nice marinade and so I put a chicken together some rice uh, from a cup like Jasmine rice some pico some lettuce some bell peppers I always try to make my plate look like a rainbow Mm -hmm. and it takes like five minutes and I put some olive oil and salt and pepper and I'm good to go
0: so your pico is kind of your vinaigrette it's like a
2: little acidic yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and I like I'll throw some avocados on there every once in a while um, but I always have like some kind of like sweet potato or rice or some. I'm, I'm, I will never give up carbs. I had, I added pineapple tonight. That was really good. Mm. I could just add like my favorite things in a bowl and call it a salad. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I put a little nice. bit of lettuce.
0: Yeah. There's like lettuce in there. It's a salad. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> what I have. And I have that frequently. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. So, what do your kids eat when you eat stuff like that?
2: Uh, sometimes I go to bed hungry. Honestly, to be a hundred <laughs> percent transparent, um, <That's> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure some moms are like, "How dare you?" Um, but I really want my children to grow up with um nutrition being a priority in their life, and so uh, when they don't want to eat anything that I, and I don't expect my children to eat lettuce or anything like that, but if they would just try it, you know, so yeah. tonight they had pineapple, uh, some chicken was on their plate. I doubt they ate it. And, uh, I just try to put kind of what I had on my plate on their plate and see what they did. Uh, tonight they also had macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Mm. My husband bought hot dogs at like gross. I, There were hot dogs in my house and it just grossed me out so bad that the side of them now you know like things you as a kid you ate too much of and now you're like yeah so uh yeah i was like you brought hot dogs home i don't know if i can sit at the table i'd rather (laughs) his his earwax than (laughs)
0: yeah yeah Um, i my kids started i have three as well they're 12 down to six almost seven um but they, they started like being conflicted about their mac and cheese preference. And I'm like, listen, guys, I mean, this is just splitting hairs here and you're getting boxed mac and cheese, which should be delight. It's a delight, you know, delight you're welcome and now you're saying like well I don't eat this brand and I'm just like well then you don't eat mac and cheese because I'm only making one brand <laughs> like I don't make multiple types of mac and cheese for lunch that's not right.
1: like, I Never taught him about the shells and cheese
0: like two pots you expect me to clean two pots and make you know no that's not happening
2: so my son today was like this is not Paw Patrol macaroni and cheese <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay. You're okay. lucky that you're getting that. So
0: yeah. well, um, he is right. Cause the shapes does taste different and better in my humble. opinion. I agree. Yes. I agree. But no. it's less, it's less quantity and it's mm. more expensive. So it's like now I have to buy two packages of Paw Patrol mac and cheese because it's not as much right. like you'll, you're mistaken. So that's, that's like our special birthday treat. It's like, you can get like princess mac and cheese. As your like, cause I'll buy three. I'll buy three. I'll I'll splurge. I'll buy three dollars, three dollars and fifty cents worth of mac and cheese for you, babe. It's your birthday.
2: So, how do you guys, as your kid kiddos get older, does the eating get better? Um, are your kids our kids eaters.
0: Like, well, I don't. I can't speak for Janelle because she has a. She has like a lemon. It's fine.
1: But, I do uh, have one lemon, but the I, rest of them are really good eaters, and they're. Yeah. Adventurous eaters, my lemon is picky. Um, and I don't like to force eating, but I will force protein because Mm -hmm. get upset and mad and cry, and she can't yet recognize like her body actually needs protein. Yeah, and those fruit snacks she snuck or the sucker from the teacher is not going to get her through. Yeah, yeah, Um, she's pretty good about fruits and grains, but you need protein and so i'll make her eat it and it's fine and horrible and she actually as a baby would make herself like throw up like if we had her swallow or try something she didn't like she would all over but we're past that now because she knows that it tastes bad when you do that and she's yeah. getting a little bit better about just trying new things. If I just put a bite on her plate now. And so that's kind of what we do is just try a bite. And she recently discovered hash browns are amazing,
2: mm-hmm. which is
1: a bummer to all our other kids. Like, when I make hash browns, like I actually just cut up potatoes, oh. not the bags or anything. So they're good. And the other kids are like, there's never enough. And now she wants some. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, um
0: yeah. My my philosophy with getting my kids to eat food is that um it needs to actually taste good and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of times people simplify food for kids because they're just like well i'm just gonna put some green beans on our plate and it's like are you gonna eat plain green beans or do you want like butter and salt and pepper on those babies like i mean you need to make it taste good so like even chicken it's like if it's like just plain chicken and it's kind of (laughs) dry even if you marinate it sometimes it you can't taste the marinade it's just like i don't i don't want to eat that like so how am i going to make this taste good so that it's like actually full of flavor and Mm -hmm. i never shied away from flavor with my kids when they were little like even like a little bit of spice or anything like that it's just like i think a lot of people make assumptions like well kids won't like that you know, and it's just like, well, I, I just totally disagree because kids in India eat like super spicy, curry, that's right. you know that. what I mean? So Culture. it's just like, that's not, yeah. it's not true. So it's like, I, and I think that a lot of people equate like kid foods with kids. And so yeah. I never, I never made, when my kids were in a high chair, I didn't make like chicken nuggets for them because I was having like beef stroganoff like I just fed them beef stroganoff and they were delighted to have food in front of their face you know and so they never got like a custom I I think if we did only feed them mac and cheese then eventually they'd be like this is all I want because it's like yeah because it tastes totally different than regular so my kids won't eat (laughs) homemade mac and cheese because I it's I've never really made it a ton but now they think it's like disgusting because they're like real cheese and noodles that's yeah Yeah. you know you know but it's like but if you get them if you keep feeding them kid foods then they just they yeah. only want kid food you know because it's geared towards like what they, sure. want,
2: what they want yeah
0: so
1: I, I would... did that that reel with the chicken satay we made the other day and it was like spicy and our 15 month old ate the heck out of it I was shocked
2: yeah oh, the diapers
1: sad. were horrible but yeah. loved it so the- I love
2: everything super spicy so there's jalapenos on everything there's I, I just love it so much where my husband was raised very differently mm-hmm. in his, uh, with his food. And so, um, there wasn't a ton of flavor. There was a lot of butter, which there was a lot of butter in our house too, which I love butter, but outside of that, like he he didn't eat peppers or onions or anything yeah. like that. So mm-hmm. in his mind, he's like, well, the kids aren't gonna eat it because it's not kid food. And I'm yeah. Yeah. I'm not making five different meals. Yeah, yeah. You can eat, I always give them a choice of fruit if they don't like anything that I make, um, but that's it. Like I'm not making, you're not getting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's just uh-huh. not what I wanna do. And I think the quality of food is, is somewhat in, important, you know, that, yeah. okay, I'm forcing, you know, okay, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is going to do nothing for them, but right. spike their sugar and make them crazier than they already are at bedtime. Right. right. So I just, and I try the same way I do with potty training is I talk about like what food does to you, what, it, yeah. what it's used for, all the things. Same way with potty training. Like I never ask my kids if they need to go to the bathroom, never. And I never have them pee just in case we go to a store or anything like that. And I get to the store, and I'm like, God, I wish I made you pee before we came. you know. But I, I really want to teach them so much about their bodies and yes. listening to the bodies and, yeah. and the, hearing the system. So anyway, and if
1: they're and if they're training,
2: huh? how yeah. do do teach
1: body training.
2: Um, I'm very into. They have to be telling me for a long time, asking questions. I don't get caught up on their age. My daughter was ready at two my mother-in-law was like, you have to potty train Henry. It's he's three and you're having another baby. And I'm like, he's not ready. He's not ready. So what did I do? I listened to my mother-in-law and then it was a horrible three terrible. weeks. Of it's terrible, terrible. Yeah. I'm like, put that baby back in diapers. He's not ready. I don't think people understand there's a neuro component right. to yep. it. Right. And so, um, when we do potty training, I always we go pantyless and underwearless, and I say, "Listen to your bladder. What's your bladder telling?" And of course, I got the models. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> what's your telling you, and what's your bottom telling you? And um, let's get in a good position and posture. And uh, they have squatty potties, and uh, that's so. When um, my my daughter has a lot of ur- had a lot of urgency and I trained her the same way I train adults I'm like we're gonna stop right here she's like oh my God I gotta go potty I gotta go potty right now I gotta go potty and I would say you're in control like you're the boss you are the boss of your own bladder and some you know initially it didn't there were accidents and I taught her that that's okay we're learning and we're making these neurological connections and, uh, my son will wait till the very last second to do anything because his occupation is play, yeah. right? So he I doesn't want to stop. take a break from his right. occupation. Just like we, when we're in our work zone and we're like, oh yeah, things are flowing. Last thing we want to do is stop that. Yeah. And go to The bathroom, right? Yes. So I just try to communicate our bladder sends us signals. We respect it. We listen to it. Our bottom send us signals relaxing diaphragmatic breathing. We sing on the toilet for that open glottis pushing. If they have harder stools, my kids are massive poopers, like m- massive. My son who's 15 months old, <laughs> six times today, he just pooped so much. Um, and all of them are like that. So I just try to use vocabulary, teach them about their pelvic floor and their uterus and their bladder and their rectum. And my son earlier today was like, hello, hello, you know, with a bladder coming apart. And I'm like, so cute i think it's so
1: cool interesting i've never done that kind of stuff but i noticed my 15 month old is like starting to get cranky before Mm -hmm. so i feel like she's recognizing something is happening i'm like i think we have a window yeah where i need to get figure out a plan and Mm -hmm. also pay more attention myself
2: when i'm on the toilet i'm talking to them and i'm like ah, my bladder's emptying and look at the color of my urine. And, you know, that might be really extreme for people. And some (laughs) people are very private and I get it. This is just my profession. So I'm all about it. But um, I think it's just important to, to one, give them control and Mm -hmm. empower them with that knowledge. And I know it's really inconvenient, but when you're yelling and you're shaming them for having accidents, when they're trying to build this very difficult uh, connection, and yep. timing, I think it's just better to be, you know, like, hey, do it over Labor Day. Don't do it when you have a two-day, you know, two days. Yeah. Do over Labor Day or yeah. spring break or and don't stress about um a certain age rather than right. focus on them. So um I get a lot of or I used to get a lot of when I was in clinical practice. Now, you know, I teach my online course, but they, in clinical practice, so many moms were like, oh, they're still wetting the bed and they're seven years old. They're still in pull-ups at seven. And I'm like, that's Plus okay. That's so common. And it's normal because their sleep and the neurological connection hasn't made that shift. So right now they're getting such great sleep and don't interrupt
1: it. Yeah, I wish I was getting that good. Of I know
2: sleep. <laughs> My <laughs> daughter still wears pull-ups. She's six and none of her friends and she owns it. She's like, name pull-up tonight. Like there's no shame. There's absolutely zero shame yeah. at all um, because she knows why she's still in pull-ups. And uh, I'm totally confident in her ability to, and her brain's ability to eventually, you know, but there are kids like 10 years old is considered nine, 10 years old. I can't remember. Um, it's considered a time where we need to start thinking about what's going on. Why aren't we making it to the toilet? And you know, I had a 26 year old male who wet the bed his entire life. And all I did was tell him to quit drinking milk and stop smoking cigarettes and voila. <laughs> I was like,
0: You're like, that'll be $7,000 for his exactly.
2: sex life. You want my autograph? He was married. Oh um, yeah. He was married, but he drank an ungodly amount of, um, <laughs> of milk. <laughs> I was like, okay, first I just want to know how do you afford that? You know, because. Yeah. That's, Amount, four gallons a week. And oh, uh, are you for real? Why? Four, are you four gallons me? a week. And then I am one of those uh I will tell you straight up, stop smoking cigarettes <laughs> and don't come at me like it's this really hard habit to break because you know what? I used to be a smoker. Yeah. So I have broke that habit. Yeah. Long. I can't even believe I say that because it's not,
1: you could do anything,
2: but I'm like, <laughs> you can quit smoke. How do you do it? You poop or get off the pot. Like this is yeah. not a, I'm going to have one cigarette a day. This is, you are stopping this because it's horrific for your body and it's very yeah. inflammatory to your bladder. So, um, carbonation, alcohol, and caffeine are inflammatory products. So the bladder evidence-based, mm. most evidence-based and dairy is kind of one of those that causes inflammation because of the mucosa. So um in that there's cells in the bladder that can be triggered by that. So we had him quit drinking milk. His um like Friday night exciting thing was he got his one glass of milk. And within two weeks he was he went from peeing the bed seven days a week to having one accident. Wow. Over 27 years. So it's just oh, wow. that's why I think it's super important to have a pelvic floor therapist that is very comprehensive. We're talking nutrition, yeah. sleep, yeah. stress, exercise, all the things.
1: All right. So if you think you need witchcraft to solve your problem, just reach out to Cassie
2: because she's drinking dairy, four gallons out out a Oh, with
1: anything. <laughs> she can help you quit smoking, stop <laughs> you you like um t- like style. <laughs> All the things. Yeah. It's amazing. He's
2: like you're you're not very nice when it comes to that. My mom passed away from lung cancer. And so I think when you see something like that, you're yeah. like, you know what? Yeah.
0: yeah. You just gonna, gotta do it. You need to be done now. Just yeah, we gotta be
2: done. Yeah. That time is done, and yes. we'll move on and, and figure out something that's really healthy for your body. Um, yeah. and you can do it because you're really incredibly strong. Right. Um, so empowering your patients. I'm I joke about me being like do this. But I think empowering people that they can do it is the first step. Like you can't quit smoking, quit smoking. Like, of course you can do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Amazing.
0: That is amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. First of all, tell us what the site is where we can get the, just like the, the material you said, I have a, thing
2: with all the stuff. So I, so on, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I dabble on TikTok, but I forget a lot because I'm a busy mom. Um, there's too many platforms, but, uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm Dr. Cassie with a K do it. Um, and there in my bio is a link and it has, you click on that link, which so many people can't find that link. It's hard to find. Um, if you're not familiar with social media, yep. uh, that link is there and it's got my guide. I have a free masterclass. If you want something more robust, uh, I have a online course that teaches women and men all about their pelvic health, how to stop leaking urine, position and posture on the toilet, how to exercise menopause, self-care products, lots of modules in there that are really helpful. Um, so yeah, lots of fun stuff. I'm on Facebook. That's where most of my, uh, followers are and same thing. I have a link, but if you ever have questions, just shoot me a message. I am in my, I'm the only person obviously who answers my DMS. Um, I think my husband, would fall, he's the only person that could help me and he'd fall over with the oh, word, the question. <laughs> <How laughs> I so, you just
0: saying a week, you know? Yeah. It's oh like, yeah. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. He came down one time oh, when I was okay. recording my course and he's like, how many times are you going to say volva like i have to yeah he used to it brother but he's right he works right in there um and <laughs> the opposite of me like that's so
0: funny. Crazy. is he uh, <laughs> is he like a finance or like computer guy like what's his
2: he works for homeland security uh okay. but he has a master's degree in business and um a master's degree in financial planning i mean it is painful to listen i'll come in there and it's like excel spreadsheets <laughs> and i can't sit i don't sit i i don't yeah. sit so uh it's it's funny to we're just very different and it works yep. well Yeah, all but my creative
0: awesome. janelle's janelle's the accountant in her family which doesn't really make a lot of sense to me but all of my creatives you know cuz i was a musician right so all my creative friends they we all every single one of our husbands is either in computers or in finance <laughs> And it's just like just hilarious cuz it's like we just married like the most straight-laced boring spreadsheet people like and they oh, yeah. they love it and then they love yeah,
2: it yeah <laughs> when he talks to me i'm like oh. <laughs> awful um but he keeps us in line and yeah you know, all the numbers and uh yeah so it, it's great but it's funny when we're talking about anything at dinner or something comes up my daughter asked me one night she's like how come you potty train adults and I was like "Well, let's talk about it and my husband's like no uh, don't do it go. for me here we so go. <laughs> like, I thought you weren't supposed to have accidents. I was like, I know, we're gonna change that. We do not have accidents even later in life. <laughs>
0: he'll yeah. thank you. You'll yeah. be 80 and he'll thank you. And he'll be like, yes. I'm so thankful that I don't have this problem. And you're like, you're welcome.
2: I I sneezed when I was pregnant with William, my third baby, I sneezed in the obviously it it was like a traumatic experience for me because, um, I sneezed and I remember the feeling so vividly. And I was like, I just peed my pants. And my husband was like, no, you didn't. Yes. I like just bantering back and forth. Like I just peed myself in the kitchen. Uh, I can't do this. I can never talk about it. Everybody's going to think I'm this fraud. Um, it was funny though. It was like, oh yeah, I remember what that feels like. Pay attention yeah. to your sneeze.
0: Yeah. Um, so. I have to like stop sometimes and then like position myself and then I yeah. can sneeze. <laughs> like I'm yeah.
2: like, i gonna chill. Got it. Got <laughs> so it. I made a reel about that today. I get a babysitter <laughs> four hours a week. And so I batch like everything I can. Nice. And I made a reel about sneezing and coughing and how we should practice the pelvic floor contraction and fake cough. So when we're not coughing or sneezing, we can contract and practice that in that mind and muscle connection. Oh, yeah. the brain's Smart. like, oh yeah. Okay. So when it does happen, because that comes out of the blue, this yep. is actual neurological connection called the knack. And so practicing that over and over and over and sneezing and doing all the things can really help Amazing. for when you do Because it's like, it's automatic then. Because it's like, oh, I've done this. I already
0: Mm -hmm. know what to do.
2: So you practice.
0: Cassie, you, this is just so great. Thank you so much. This is so fun. I was like, just having a conversation with girlfriends. I know that's the hope. And I just really hope that people, I mean, our people are going to follow you, I'm certain. And um, I just like, I can't wait to see more of what you put out. And I'm, I haven't actually like clicked your link yet. So I'm going to go do that. And you're going to be my per. I'm just going to blow you up. Like, I'm just, I'm like your, I'm, I'm the target man. Like my babies were like 10 pounds. Like I just carried like a million pound children and I pushed them out in two pushes, you know? So it's like, I just need all the help. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for talking about something that needs to be talked about and Our newest slogan is um if you don't want to share us with your friends, share our podcast with your enemies. But yeah. seriously, gals, yeah. if you're listening, share the heck out of this because yes. the re- yeah. every lady in your life needs to know this from your grandma puberty all the way yep. to great grandma.
2: Yep. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. i 100. percent
2: And not just to not like Erin. But right. to protect our organs, protect our spine. So we stay independent and functional as we age. Seventy-five yep. okay. percent of women in nursing homes are incontinent. And you just wonder what statistic what that statistic would look like if um, because being incontinent is very burdensome. And so if they're just wonder if they were just taught how to sit on the toilet or not to have these bad habits, you know. Um right. So, yeah, it's so much more than just not leaking urine. It's about protecting and advocating for your health yeah. and your orgasms. Yeah, for sure. I'll advocate for that. Uh.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, if you, um, everybody should go check out um Dr. Cassie and you can find us on Instagram as well. We're on that's neat.moms. And I don't know, Dr. Cassie, if you followed us, but we have some fun conversations and we have some fun social media posts with um Janelle's among mom hack um basically oh. a genius and so she just oh. gives little nuggets all the time with her five million kids and I need all um, the help
2: yeah. I can get.
0: We we also um are really well and by we I mean me, we've discussed the freeze-dried Skittles phenomenon quite a bit so if you haven't gotten on board with that you should probably check out freeze-dried skittles because okay um, i i've
2: got i've got to look into that because i i don't know it's life it's (laughs) life-changing like
0: like, i've like been researching freeze-drying machines because i'm like i just might need one like at my house (laughs) so really yeah
2: i i don't do a lot on on i just I don't scroll anymore. When you work on social media, try to like scroll and enjoy. I'll get really mad at my husband. I'm like, oh, you got to like see what everybody's doing. Cool. Not (laughs) me. I was (laughs) on it for six hours today and I did no scrolling. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll have to look into that. That's exciting. Okay. (laughs) So many things
1: to learn in this world. There's so many things to learn.
2: So many things. I mean, TikTok has honestly taught me more than my high school education. Honestly, I I feel like I've learned so many things from that app. Yeah, uh,
1: is there a TikTok homeschool curriculum yet? I think
2: just <laughs> there should be
1: on a million dollar idea.
2: Yes, there should be. Are you? Well, trying- I just want to say so much. I'm so honored that you guys asked me. I'm so grateful that you had me on. And if it's one person or 500 billion people, I just want women to know how incredible they are and empower them with the knowledge so they can advocate. For themselves and their family, and live independently and functionally, and participate in all the things they want to do throughout their life. Well, thank and not you be know. held back from urine. No right?
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. All right, ladies, share away, and we can't wait to hear your feedback and some of your um, mind-blowing uh, realizations that you've heard from Dr. Cassie today.
1: Yeah. All right. All right yes. Good night. Goodbye, we'll everyone. See you all soon. Bye. Bye.
0: Well, thank you all for tuning in to this amazing series that we had with Dr. Cassie. You should go find her on social media. It's Dr. Cassie DeWitt, OTD on Instagram, and she's uh, Cassie DeWitt on Facebook. Uh, She has a great... Uh, class. She has um, a lot of great resources. Um, I've heard some really awesome feedback from friends already of some things that they learned, some things they're going to put into practice. And uh, I've started following her on socials, and um, I've already um, learned a few things. So uh, please go check her out. And if you haven't checked us out on Instagram, where that's neat moms, and on Facebook, that's neat moms. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to know what you have been learning. We'd love to know what you want to hear about or uh, you want us to discuss. So please, please, please check us out on those socials and get interactive because um, that's just way more fun. So we will uh, check you back at the end of this week and uh, get back to our regular programming. Uh, And we just hope you have a really great rest of your day and we'll see you next time.